بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا وما بعد my brothers and sisters when I think about the life and times of the Sahaba of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم who Allah سبحانه وتعالى set as the gold standard against which we will all be measured I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his protection from this. I am struck by one thing and that is with the quality, passion and sincerity of the effort of the first of them who passed away before they saw success. People like Musab ibn Umayr radiallahu Abdullah ibn Jahsh radiallahu Hamza ibn Abdul Muttalib radiallahu Saad bin Maad radiallahu and many others. What result did they see of their efforts? Just think about that. All these four which I mentioned to you, they all were shaheed in uh, Ohad. So, they did not see any of the Futuhat, they did not see the success of Islam, they did not see uh, victory in battle, right? A Badr they saw, but other than that, uh, Saad bin Maad, uh, anhu, he was not Shahid in Uhud, he was Shahid in uh, the Battle of Khandaq, which was after that. But again, he didn't see Fatamakka, for example. Now, what result did they see? Yet, they never slacked in their efforts and continued to work with complete passion and dedication until the end. Now, how did they do that? How did they do that? How did they... And how were they able to continue to work with passion and dedication without seeing any result? They did that because they focused on doing their part. They focused on doing their part, their piece of it. Think about this. In any great enterprise, there are apparently insignificant things. But sometimes the success of the enterprise depends on them. Right? The thing itself may not look like much. But... It has a very important part to play in that enterprise. Now, people don't really, sometimes people don't realize that and they they neglect it and the whole enterprise suffers. There's a TV program about, uh, we broadcast analysis of, of plane crashes, aircraft crashes. Now, one of the most, one of the strangest and most unexpected stories and this was about a plane that crashed, resulting in the deaths of all abroad, or all aboard, because of one rivet in the wing. Because one rivet in the wing had come off, and nobody paid attention to it. Now, nothing happened in the first flight thereafter. Nothing happened even in a couple of flights after that. But then on one flight, the plane went through some severe turbulence, and a piece of the wing metal, piece of wing metal ripped off. And as they say, the rest is history. Now, what struck me in the story was that so many people died only because one person did not do his part completely with quality. The job itself was perhaps not glamorous. Obviously, I mean, how glamorous is the job of, of checking the rivets on a plane? Most critical jobs are not glamorous. After all, think about this. How glamorous is the job of the person who cleans and sterilizes hospital equipment? Yet the success of the operation, success of operations depends equally on the cleanliness of the instruments as on the skill of the surgeon. 
sometimes maybe even more, because many people die of post-operative infection. Operation successful, patient dead because they had in, they got infected, and that infection happened because the somebody who was supposed to clean and sterilize the uh, the equipment didn't do their job properly. Think about this: how glamorous is the job of the, of the school teacher? Yet the future of the world depends on how well we teach our children in school. What prevents us from doing our part? It is how we view the world. We globalize a problem and we feel helpless and do nothing and justify that by saying, what can I do? I am only one person. Instead of that, if we localize the problem and you say, I am one person, what can I do? That will make the difference between success and failure. Globalizing a problem and feeling helpless is a cop-out. But we do that all the time. If somebody says, how will you solve the problem of global hunger? And the answer is, I can't solve the problem of global hunger. I'm just one person. Even Elon Musk said, 2% of my wealth is enough to feed everybody, but I don't know if he did anything about that. But certainly I can't, right? But what can I do? I can feed one person. Now, question is, will I do that? And if I don't do that, I can talk till the cows come home, nothing is going to change. And you can apply this across the board. Can you educate all children? You cannot. Can you educate one child? Yes, you can. If we, if we, if instead of saying, what can I do? I am only one person. If we say, I am one person, what can I do? It's a world of difference. Same words, it's just a question of the approach, of the perspective. You know, there's a wonderful little teaching story of this. Uh, you, you, you've heard this story from me many times. It's a, it's a true story of uh, uh, Lauren Isley, the uh, writer, who says that he was walking on the beach once and he saw the beach was littered with uh, starfish and all kinds of debris because there had been a storm the previous night and the beach was littered with all, all sorts of stuff. And in that were a lot of starfish. So Lord Lightly says, as he walked along, he saw this uh, boy uh, in the distance. And uh, he was picking up things from the beach and throwing them uh, on into the water. So when Lord Lightly said, I got close to him, I found that he was picking up starfish from the sand, from the beach and throwing them into the water. So Lord Nisley, like all good people, he sees what is happening, but he has to ask the question. So he said to the boy, he said, what are you doing? The boy said, I, he had a starfish in his hand and he said, uh, yeah, you know, starfish will uh, will dry out if they don't get water and they will die. So I'm throwing them back into the sea so that they can live. Lord Nisley says, you know, I laughed at the kid and I told the kid, I said, look, kid, look, 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 look on this beach. You can't even count the number of starfish on this one beach. There are so many of them, right? God knows, hundreds, thousands, whatnot. He says, if you think about this and say, how many storms happen in the world? Uh, how many millions of uh, square miles of uh, beaches there in the world? All the oceans. Uh, there's starfish in all the oceans. And he says, how many starfish must be, must be thrown up uh, every time there's a storm in, in the beaches? He says, you're one kid, you're one child here, uh, you're throwing starfish into the sea. What difference does it make? You know, what difference does it make? Why are you even doing this? Not like this, the kid looked at me, he looked at the starfish in his hand, 
He threw it far into the waves and he said it made a difference to that one. It made a difference to that one. Lord Knight, he said, I walked away. I walked for a, quite a while. He said, then I turned around and I came back to that kid and that kid was still throwing the starfish into the sea. There were many starfish. And Lord Knight, he said, then I picked up a starfish and I threw it into the sea and I picked up another one. And he said, I continued to pick up starfish and throw them into the sea along with that child for a long time. My brothers and sisters, I remind myself with you that in the life of every person comes the time when a window opens and they can make a difference. Our window is open now. To succeed, say to yourself what I do. And that is my gift to you. It is my motto. And my motto, and my motto is I will not allow what is not in my control to prevent me from doing what is in my control. I will not allow what is not in my control to prevent me from doing what is in my control. I think this is the message I want to uh, leave with you and uh, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to, uh, to learn critical life lessons that we are able to learn from our from the Sahaba of Rasulullah who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know he, he caused us to be Muslim and he caused us to uh, know these stories uh, of these of these wonderful people uh, so that we can mold our lives uh, on the way that their lives were molded. The key thing is do your part. The message is do your part. Whether it is checking for a uh, rivet on a, uh, in a plane, whether it is throwing starfish into the sea, uh, whatever is your job, do your part. That is the most important lesson that we can think about. Do your part. I ask Allah subhanahu wa to help us to do our part and to make that worthwhile for us in this dunya wa l'akhirah. Wa sallallahu ala nabil kareem wa alihi wa sallam